Hey everybody, I'm Reed. I'm Andy. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> and Mr. Does one of us have a bad <laughs> That should be the intro. I like it. And this is creating Ramel the Hell. <laughs> it has been a while. Yeah. Well, to us, people listening every every week religiously are like, "What do you mean? You guys have been been here this whole yeah. time." <laughs> it, the the snow experience here through us for I know we already talked about that the last, but um, I'm excited because <laughs> spring is officially here. Because spring training has started in baseball, and that means that all is all is good in the world. Is baseball your sport of choice? It it is it is right now. It is going to be. It, it, it I grew up with it, mm-hmm. and then I sort of football sort of took over more, especially because of the living in New Orleans and following the Saints. But um, baseball, I'm getting more into it again this year, specifically like making a conscious effort to make time for it because I feel like it helps uh, balance and forcing this time of i mean just baseball is just why people think it's boring and that's not like certainly that that's their right to think it because it can be slow but why it's boring is exactly why i think i need it and why i think you know it's helpful for this time right now like some you know we just need to sit sit for two or three hours and just like talk about the weather and just talk shit and not really worry about anything and I just think that the the flow of the game is so different, and the NFL can be very high. NFL and basketball can be very high strung, and we're all high strung, and we're all stressed out and burned out. And I think we just don't need more of that. Cool. Um, so yeah, uh, baseball. I'm gonna. I'm a Mets. I'm a Met. I grew up a Mets fan, and I will. I'm a Mets fan, <laughs> not a Yankees fan. I was gonna say, like, which team is the best, and why is it the Minnesota Twins? <laughs> I, you know, I always liked. Did they make their? They made their new stadium, didn't they? Um, quite a few years ago. It's a very nice stadium. They need it. That it was one of. I don't think. I don't want to upset you. Uh, you may agree, but. <laughs> Their old stadium was one of the worst atrocities in his history. That the Metrodome. Yeah, it was kind of a, like a, a like a weird, and it collapsed under snow eventually, right? It did. It did. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. It was so weird. But you know, a lot of the stadiums in the '60s and '70s and uh-huh. that were made in that era, like yeah. they were just atrocities. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, baseball one is is really nice, and then the one that they made for the football team is also very yeah. nice. But the seats, like, I don't know, they shaved like enough centimeters off the seat width that it's just uncomfortable. Oh, oh. man, 
That's not good. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, it's too bad. For larger people. It's weird because in (laughs) baseball, they made the trend toward making a, a, a smaller capacity with more room. And more nuance, like more deep, like mm-hmm. nuances in a stadium. And I, it's a shame that with football, well, there's only eight games, and you got to maximize that stuff. And there's a waiting list, I'm sure, for the Tickets, Vikings. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those teams that has a diehard following. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's outdoors. It is no, it's closed. But they have one side of the building is like all windows, and they can turn them to be open oh so is that so that's your are the vikings and twins your teams are you are you baseball what i are am you? A, i am not a sports person when i am i prefer soccer but like wow. but that doesn't really but you still have to answer that question though <laughs> i know you're not a sports <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, like yes, they would be my teams. Um, if I was to watch on TV or something, um, that's the only thing on TV. Sometimes. Sometimes. All right, stop talking in circles, Reed. <laughs> Show your yeah, true colors so we can fight you. <laughs> my yeah, my sports preferences go soccer, hockey, uh, football, baseball, Saki. and then college sports, and then uh, basketball. <laughs> Football. Okay, so the Vikings. Yeah. <coughs> this is so, intriguing conversation <laughs> for for listeners. They're like, "Oh, this is." I thought we were going to be hearing about <laughs> cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I think it's a, a nice segue into maps. Well, Ooh. you know, stadiums are always weird and interesting those fascinating to me yeah they are i mean they're so they're so diverse and and just like you know it's it's cool to see the old ones where they have you know vines growing on them like soldier field and stuff and then um mm-hmm. like new ones that have the big retractable roofs and you know just uh the aesthetics that that they create each of those different places in pretty neat yeah the the shift towards well i hope i don't know if it's like a radical shift but there's been an emphasis on not only making the stadiums more unique um you know i i was you know i was giving you static about the 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 metro dome but they a lot of them were like the old Meadowland Stadium was an atrocity. It's just like a an atrocity. Mm. <laughs> oh, just a concrete atrocity where Jimmy Hoff is buried. <laughs> they, they actually took uh, X-ray equipment to look for his body in there. Did they really? Yeah. Oh man. But they never. You think that's a myth? Well, I think the Jimmy Hoffa may or may not be a myth, but <clears throat> the fact that uh, it. They literally looked for him. That was on TV. That happened. <laughs> yeah, they had a big team of big X-ray equipment. You know. <laughs> Did you guys watch the my day job? I, I helped decommission the uh, the wireless uh, infrastructure of that stadium. So, oh, wow. I was physically there. 
what 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 goes into decommissioning? Oh. Uh, mostly brute strength. <laughs> but you're no, like you're pulling like, on the cables. You're like, ah, come on. Exactly. Uh, but now you have to save some of the uh, you know the equipment of the front end and the back end. So oh, sure. Uh, it takes a little more finesse with that. Okay. okay. But I interrupted you, Reed. You were saying something. Um, Hoffa. Oh, uh, <coughs> did you guys watch that film, The Irishman, uh, by Scorsese on Netflix? Yeah. Yes, that was a pretty decent uh, mob movie about Hoffa and his enforcers. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't his best film, but that's hard to compete with. Goodfellas. Yeah, Goodfellas is like, yeah, not much better than that. I did like Casino a lot too. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, I think, sorry, maps. Oh. <laughs> Maps, yes. So the shift towards... I don't know where these old stadiums were in Minneapolis. I'm not not talking specifically about Minneapolis, but I like... I personally like when stadiums are close, like inside the city and not like outside, uh, not on the outskirts. Mm-hmm. Um, just a so part of the... Denver has a great setup with their field. It's just like right in, right in downtown... Nice. You know, Fenway Park and and the Cubs are all good examples of like they're just that's how it was, you know, like and in then the city. The, yeah, and then the shift obviously with everything else being pushed out of the cities for a variety of factors like redlining and all that. The mm-hmm. the stadiums got put out there too. And I think that there's been an effort to kind of re- go back toward the cities. It's slow. It'll take decades to kind of fix all that from but yeah. well the metrodome was down was downtown and uh it's like on the if 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 downtown is surrounded by a a major you know highway it was like right at the very edge near near one of those like highway intersections and then when they split it when they gave the twins their own stadium they moved them to the other side of downtown just like outside that ring or like just within on the other side like the opposite mm-hmm. end and then they tore down the old dome and built the new viking stadium okay that's where it was i'm looking at a map here and i can see the target field and then the, the uh, obviously the basketball arena is down there too right because i remember i remember seeing that yeah target center that's like not very far from the new twin stadium i when i visited it was before those new stadiums but the target center was there okay then the hockey arena is in saint paul so that's like eight miles away from wow they have they don't share it with the basketball that's crazy no, they uh no, each team has their own like place now, really. Wow. Even the soccer team, they they just got a, a stadium for their for their team built. I think it was finished 2 years ago. <clears throat> and that's kind of like smack dab in the middle of Minneapolis and St. Paul, like <laughs> right between the two downtowns. Interesting. Well, I forget why. Well, I was talking about the stadiums because of 
density density and urbanism and I don't you know talking about the map for Ramel yeah does Ramel have sports teams I would assume they don't it's too uh... yeah I don't think so they probably have some cool you know uh, dice uh, in the alleyway equivalent yeah I don't think that the sports are not like they're more you know might be more active or they're not a spectator or especially on a broad appeal they're not spectator specific not trying to be funny here but what about cockfighting (laughs) (laughs) everybody's like wait but that sounded funny (laughs) (laughs) no that's a popular thing and then you know like the barrio (laughs) Uh, you know i don't know how many uh, chickens are alive and yeah i i that's true and i no, like underworld, like you know, you always see the you know, poker games and gambling, and like you know, it's kind of underworld things that you know uh, you might stumble upon when walking through the alleyways and basements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just something to think about. That's interesting. Well, and that was going to be my next question. Then is like, are there entertainment sports in Ramel? Like, what do Ramelians do to forget about their lives? I think that there's entertainment like on a on television and music for sure and part events and parties but not but not sports. I mean I think like the sports might be I'm trying to trying to think about um like where this would be where this would fit in. So yeah, the I mean I understand about the cockfighting, but it would be there's other there's like there's other things. I'll have to. I don't think that matters uh, as much because there there's these little pockets of, I guess, athleticism sprinkled throughout the city. So like these con, but it's all nothing polished about it. So like concrete handball courts, that kind of thing. You'd see like. Sprinkled nice. throughout, so the, so I think it would just be more about finding spaces that are small within this density and soaring skyscrapers, as opposed to here's an open field where you could play baseball, because there's less of that. It sounds like <clears throat> the world is much too dangerous and more focused on survival than it is, you know. Yeah. Real organized sports. Yeah, and but to. But with what Reed is asking for entertainment and getting, a, you know, getting a distraction, I think there's there's television, radio, live entertainment. I think that would, still, that would still exist. Do they, are they, are they, is, does their society have things like AR headsets or anything like that? Or is that too, uh, um, I don't so want to say high tech, but <laughs> that might be too high tech. For the for this kind of punk punk, I think the something might be not not so much immersive in three dimensions, but it might be it might be an embellishment of one one sense as opposed to all the senses, if that makes sense. So like, there might be something that happens with audio 
that will envelop a space with sound or the same with visuals but something that transports that changes the, the, the way AR or VR changed the world too much is maybe a little bit so maybe a not AR in the sense that we take it but maybe maybe something that might place sound where it wouldn't exist otherwise mm -hmm. so like you wouldn't need to play I'm, I'm just talking out my ass here but <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't need you you fill up you you enter the space this warehouse this courtyard and you wouldn't have to play speakers around it would just be this mechanism that kind of fills the space with sound okay i don't know what that how that resonates with you yeah no that's cool i was just i was just curious sorry to take us off the path of maps though i know like <laughs> I'm kind of derailing us all over the place today. No, why I'm looking at um, Minneapolis. Have you been to? Uh, <laughs> Do you spend a lot of time in Chicago? Um, I lived there for a little bit, like in one of the suburbs, uh, when my dad bought a company. I was based out of there, and then uh, I moved there for a few months to help transition, like into from the old owner to us. Wow, that's exciting! It was all right. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Chicago. It's just such a logistical nightmare. <laughs> Um, as far as maps, how I'm approaching it is, well, it can't be. I, I don't have the capacity to kind of sit down and design a, literally design a city. That takes a team many <laughs> years, and I don't, I can't, I'm not a super, as much as Mr. Hunt thinks I am, I'm not a super human. Lies. <laughs> um, so a lot of it will be randomized and generated or let let the tools that I might be using to make this layout like dictate story and, and locations as opposed to and there'll be some key areas where like something needs to happen and needs to be this way that'll of course be easy enough to to change yeah but almost not necessarily procedurally generated but in that same spirit Mm -hmm. where it might be generated once and we'll just go with that um for example like there's some map tools like layouts that i might just it might be a hodgepodge of like existing cities too not mm -hmm. just new york um because in some areas it may need to be more grid-like and in some areas it can just be a little bit more radial and freeform and i think something like paris is a good role model but <laughs> that's sort of like what the hub would be like but I know there'll, there'll be some key things like key structures and then we can kind of fill in the blanks from there I think that's how I'm gonna speed this up cool really I know I know we brought this up in like um, a much earlier episode um, 
but like on the map there there'll be those you know you'll have the cities and stuff and however deep you get into the design of them and then kind of in between is like the no man's land like the there be dragons here type of thing but i'm assuming like whatever path coda takes in the story or that she's kind of roughing out um as as kind of forerunner for this group Mm -hmm. i assume that is going to be kind of more highly detailed than the overall yes yeah and like points of interest and stuff are going to be yeah um pretty pretty detailed i I assume yeah it would be like and and that kind of would make sense because the there'll be like downtown hubs for the four cities too so they would have to be more detailed just by virtue of them being older and denser so they'd just be more there and that that would help that so they'd be like they would all mimic each other so there's like the hub and then the four cities radiating out and then within each of those cities has their own like little hub that's like the center like the downtown square the city center Mm -hmm. and then fanning out from there but that they won't necessarily be in the center of their city they'll be like in the corners close to the access points Uh, if i'm not if that doesn't make sense the way i described it I know it might make sense to you because you've seen this map, but if it doesn't make sense, well, this will maybe by the time this airs will exist, so you'll see what. I... <laughs> <laughs> sort of like by the bridges. Yeah. There'll be a city center, which is how it is really. Which that, is, I guess how. To... When I think of the over, or when I think of the cities, and I can't remember if I've asked this or not, but are there like restaurants, and are there like food carts? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, vendors. I think yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Very similar. So they're like the food market system, you know, more like a traditional smaller scale. They could it could be some some stores that are larger, but some that are smaller. Some of the ads I was talking thinking about doing, you know, they'd be food specific or like at least store specific not necessarily in terms of but and then restaurants you know like street street food or carts or where people can get their food that way and then toward the more affluent or more guarded areas that could be like actual restaurants that are nice mm-hmm. nicer sophisticated i guess That's, I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait to see like this with ads and like see kind of the layout of that. And uh, it's yeah, it's gonna be like the ultimate um, tourist's guide to Ramel through the eyes of Coda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Um, I'm looking forward to it too. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm doing is looking at, I'm just looking at some of the, the map stuff here, and I'll get share this later. Offline, we can um, 
you know, mm-hmm. talk about this. Is how many maps? How many maps do you think will be in the first um, book? I'll call it a book, even though it's you know maybe thirty pages or twenty twenty to thirty pages or something. No, it's a multimedia extravaganza. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you think there will be an overall one with the entire Romelian city system, or is it just going to be like what Coda's? thinking about or is it like just the hub or um what do you what are you envisioning right now i think that because it's her we have the benefit of being able to lay out more initially up front which i think will be nice to have hopefully give a sense of the world and potential even if the story only takes place in a small part of it Mm -hmm. even and also in spite of the fact that the second book will be more about the city and and in theory would have those maps there. But I think just for our sake in creating the world and for the sake of giving a sense of place in the world, the map can be like kind of laid out more now because she has seen all of it lot of it already so it makes sense for for it to be known i think not super detailed but i already have layout of like the centerfold would be like a map of the entire city not super detailed but i love centerfolds and then yeah and then uh <laughs> and then details of a city two and the hub maybe yeah but on the back end i would have have done all that now i would have at least laid out at least the first three cities i might might be in there okay are you gonna do the the whole like draw like a, a square around a certain section and be like more detail on page yeah. whatever and then like yeah yeah zooming in absolutely <laughs> are you gonna do the uh those uh like city maps where they make like a big comical um icon for each of the like bigger points of interest <laughs> What do you like? What's an example? Um, well, like, sorry, they got that are answered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'll see if I can find one, um, and drop it into the Discord. But <laughs> basically, like, it's not to scale, you know, it just kind of is a rough layout of, of whatever, wherever you are. And like, on one side, it might have, like, like if you're in St. Louis, it'll just have the big arch. And then, like, maybe, you know, to the northwest of that, not to scale, it'll have some other thing that... very cartoony. Yeah, very cartoony. I don't think that... <laughs> it doesn't fit. No. What it's fun to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... It doesn't fit the vibe, that's for sure. <clears throat> it's a good conversation, though, because I hadn't thought about that. In terms of answering this based on what we know about CODA and what 
Matholomew is already m making at this point, or would have made. She, I don't think she's that. I think she'd be really literal, and she wouldn't need. She wouldn't need that kind of emphasis to know that the, the arch is there. She would know the arch is there, <laughs> even if it's not the scale. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of helpful that you said it, that you've asked that, because it it makes me realize that she's very. Like she's very literal, and very no nonsense. Do you yeah. think she she almost has a uh, high functioning autism, or do all vampires have autism to some extent, or do we use the word autism wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I think that depends question. on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, I like the idea of people that are literal you know and in fact mm -hmm. i'd love to have you know one of the many uses of, of mr haunt here is you could have him be a stand-up comedian that gets killed right in the beginning like the <laughs> comedy is the for humor in rebound yeah you know what mr <laughs> haunt um you're gonna kill me off this call right now aren't you <laughs> i say i say yes on some level yeah i think that that makes sense maybe not all vampires but in terms uh, of in terms of roles, not in terms of factions, but in terms of roles, a scout would have to, would have to, would almost demand that kind of brain. Yeah, right. Exactly. You're almost discarding other things that aren't as useful, and right, right, and, and you know, and, and I don't mean to call out autism specifically. I'm, you know, another thing I do in my personal life is, is I'm a disability advocate, um, but. Uh, I think that every thing, you know, you hear about all these different conditions that people may or may not have, like, you know, uh, being on the autism spectrum or having uh, OCD or, or uh, ADHD or you, you, you name all these different things. And, and I think we all exhibit at times different, uh, you know, attributes that you know, some people would want to diagnose as that, but I think, you know, you know, we all have <clears throat> the propensity to, you know, think like that. And some people it's more, you know, advanced than others. And, and, and mm -hmm. everybody's very different. Literally, everybody's different, even within those spectrums. So it's, uh, you know, I, I, I definitely think there's a lot of superpowers involved in things like autism and ADHD. Oh, that's a great, the sold. That's how that's how it's gonna work. <laughs> I think we're, that's a great way to end the segment. There you go. Oh, click. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you guys all on the next episode. Then we've got stuff to think about. Mm -hmm. You mean like mm -hmm. literal thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, have a good rest of your day, guys. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.